Time to get paid, time to get paid, time to get paid, time to get paid. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day. Every single way, every single way, every single way, every single way. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day. Shout out to Good Day Podcast. Shout out to the Good Day Podcast. Oh, here with you today is Ray Gato. He's here with you on a good day. Growing through through on five, man. What's good, man? I hope everybody's vibing. Shout out to Good Day Podcast. You know, here in the Good Day Podcast, we appreciate every one of you listeners, but certain things don't come for free. So may you please go on your iTunes or whatever your podcast provider is and please subscribe to the podcast. That helps us move up. So, you know, we can always give you this fire content. There ain't nobody else who do it like us, okay? That's G-H-O-O-D-D-A-Y. That's G-H-O-O-D-D-A-Y. And you better do it. You know why? Or else, iJet will get you. You don't want that. This your boy, Zenfolk. A.K.A. Sensei. And Chief in the building. Like you never left. Like I never left. It's a good day. It's a good day. You good, T-Minus? Niggas been counting me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit, the real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit, the game is off balance, I'm back on my shit, the Bentley is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick, I'm all in my bag, it's hard as it get, I do not store powder, I might take a sip, I might hit the blunt, but I'm liable to trip, I ain't popping no pill, but you do as you wish, I roll with some fiends, I love them to death, I got a few mil, but not all of them rich, what good is the bread if my niggas is broke, what good is first class if my niggas can't Sit. That's my next mission, that's why I can't quit Just like LeBron, get my niggas more chips Just put the rollie right back on my wrist This watch came from Drizzy, he gave me a gift Back when the rap game was praying like this To act like two legends cannot coexist But I never beef with a nigga for nothing If I smoke a rapper, it's gon' be legit It won't be for clout, it won't be for fame It won't be cause my shit ain't selling the same It won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers It won't be cause some niggas slid in my lane Everything grows, it's destined to change I love you little niggas, I'm glad that you came I hope that you scrape every dollar you came I hope you no money won't erase the pain To the OGs, I'm thanking you now Was watching you when you was paving the ground I copied your cadence, I mirrored your style I studied the grace, I'm the greatest right now Fuck if you feel me, you ain't got a choice I ain't do no promo, still made all that noise This shit gon' be different, I set my intentions I promise to slap all that hate out your voice Niggas been counting me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit. The game is off balance, I'm back on my shit. The Bentley is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick. I just poured something in my cup. I've been wanting something I can feel. Promise I am never letting up. Money in your palm don't make you real Put it is on their neck, I got them stuck I'ma give them something they can feel If it ain't about to swat, don't give a fuck Pistol in your hand don't I'm make you real dead in the middle of two generations I'm little bro and big bro all at once Just left the lab with young 21 Savage I'm about to go and meet Jigga for lunch had a long talk with the young nigga Kodak Reminded me of young niggas from Phil Straight out the project, no faking, just honest I wish that he had more guidance for real Too many niggas in cycle of jail Spending their birthdays inside of a cell We coming from a long bloodline of trauma We raised by our mamas, Lord, we gotta heal We hurting our sisters, the babies as well We killing our brothers, they poison the well Distorted self-image, we settled to fail I'ma make sure that the real gon' prevail, nigga I just poured something in my cup I've been wanting something I can feel. 
Welcome to the greatest podcast in the world. It's your boy Zen Folk. Who is with me? Chief in the building. Like he never left. Like I never left. What's good, Sensei? Who else with me, man? Stop being there silent in the corner. It's your boy Samurai. Back in the building. You know where it is. A good day. Thank you for the good intro. He was ready. He was prepared today, dog. Like, uh, what you think, Chief? Did, did it seem like Samurai's kind of prepared today? Yeah, yeah. He, he definitely adjusted from last time. You know what I mean? I appreciate the effort. Okay, do me a favor and roughly touch on the subjects that we're going to touch on. First and foremost, DMX is free. Round of applause to that. All right, what else, man? We're also going to talk about this cold-ass weather. We're also going to talk about uh, Terry Crews versus D.L. Hughley. You know, somebody, wow, I didn't even know that was a thing. That's crazy. That's crazy. You know what I mean? And we also, we're also we going to talk about some um, some Florida people, some some normal Florida activities that, that happens. You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy when you put normal and Florida next to each other because it actually doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? Usually you hear Florida, you know some fuck shit is going on. As soon as you hear it. Off, off jump, you already know. Is that how it is? Like, you know, I know you're from somewhere else, right? But when you hear Florida, is it just a recent development or is this is something like um, like in the past as well? Like when they talk about Florida. Man, it just recently got like that with all the Trayvon Martin and the gun laws and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Everything that happened down here. So basically it's a common conception now. <clears throat> Yeah, I think it started out with the gun laws, but I'm talking about like the other wacky stories, like people will carry like a grenade. Was that in here? No, that was in here. That was in Florida? That was Florida. Oh, that was that was Florida. That's the story we had to touch on. My bad. Yeah, I got another one, you know what I mean? But yeah, that's one of the Florida stories. So that's one of the Florida stories. Stories like that, like it's kind of wacky. I think it, early it started off with the Trey Long, Trayvon Martin situation, but then um it grew into like some other shit, like some crazy fuck shit happening every week. Like somebody would carry an alligator to the McDonald's driveway and shit like that. It's like some random shit. You feel me? And that's normal in Florida. Yeah, that's extremely normal in Florida. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because they like doing that. Was it alligator hunting? Yeah. Okay. So okay. What's up? What topic are we gonna touch on first, man? We have many things we can talk about. Uh, let's start on on a happy note. You feel me? Uh, DMX is free. You know, we talked about this in, on a previous podcast. Now that he's finally free. Uh, yeah, shout saying. out to DMX. He's free. What DMX means to you. Uh, listeners, what do, do DMX mean to you? I mean, mean to you, but you know what I'm saying? Just to me. You know what I'm saying? Just like, take, take, a, take a minute man. and ponder. This is for all the 90s babies. If you was born 2000 after, you're not going to really know DMX. Like 90s that. and late, late 80s babies. DMX to me is like one of the godfathers of of hip-hop you know what i mean mm-hmm. and he, he's also one of the first people who really touched on mental illness and 
he didn't do it in a corny way. You feel me? He did it in his own way. He exactly. Didn't get, he his didn't peak. get out of his space. You feel me? He's, and in his peak as well. Like exactly. And um, yeah, I think he his impact in music is extremely. It's, it's, it's great, you feel me? It's He's somebody who, regardless of what he does outside of music, you can't take that away from him. And um, I think later on in the future, you know, when... um, When, when on what? <laughs> I don't even want to speak it into existence. But uh, when people forget about him, you know, when the new new exactly, generation forget about exactly. him... They, uh, and they do their research, they're like, damn, this nigga went through a lot. Because if you, you read his story, he, he did go through a lot. Most people, when they see uh, a convicted felon, somebody who keeps going back into the system, they think, "Oh, he's hopeless. He, uh, he, his state of mind. He, he always had that state of mind. There's no reason behind it. But the reason behind it is because of he went through so much um, downfall in his life. You know, he led to drugs. You know, what I mean, even when he was successful, he still turned to drugs. You know, what I mean, most people don't really do that unless they have some demons that they're trying to fight." So, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to DMX. I'm glad he's free. I heard him speak in an interview. He sounds like he's um in great spirits. You know, uh, he's just one of those dudes that got to go to jail. to kind of, Some niggas need to sit down. You know, like we always say, sometimes they got to sit down, clear their head, you know, and get back to society and get back to work. Because he was definitely wilding, you know. So, it's something that was necessary. Well, I don't know if he, <clears throat> he needs to go to jail. Well, I, I think more rehab is what I was thinking. Okay, got you. Yeah, that makes more sense. Because I was like, nobody deserves jail. No, nah, no, I wasn't speaking of jail. I was speaking more of You're rehab. You're trying to say, like, people learn different ways. Like, they actually have to go through it in order to learn. Some people learn that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, some people been destroying their body for so long, your body needs a break. So, you know, sometimes it's good for people to go to rehab so their body can recalibrate and get back to what it originally was. You feel me? Okay, I got you. Do you think pot smokers should go through rehab? Yeah. You should cleanse your body, period. You know what I mean? We're, ma- we're made out of water. You know, we should be cycling everything that comes in out. It's a natural process. But uh, how do you feel about it, Samurai? I know you cried over there in the corner. Too much of anything for the body, man, is it, overdoing it. So I feel like if... Well, I'm first going to start off like this because I'm going to tell you what DMX means to me. Okay. For me growing up, you know, seeing my uncle introduce me to DMX, he was like one of the first ones to introduce me to DMX since mm-hmm. I was a child, you know what I'm saying? Hearing that music and then hearing it around my neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? And then talking to the people nowadays and what they say about DMX, they view him as like sort of like one of the few rappers from the North where they, where they can actually relate to as far as for the struggle. Got you. So... He was like one of the few ones that our rip was immediately accepted in the South. At least where I'm from, people always had a song. So, and what was the thing that people accepted about DMX when you talk about the good old days about DMX? The the uplifted songs he had, the the songs with the pain. It just it's just it's all the relatable information that you know what I'm saying that a listener can vibe to and relate to. Like it's life, it's life music. He was a really relatable individual. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing we can all agree about DMX. He was a relatable individual. He pretty much, like, bring an element to people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to be, like, the rough, like, you know what I'm saying? The rough dude. It's good. It's okay. Like, if you chill with DMX, dog, you probably could smoke. You could do all that shit in front of him. But you don't have to be, like, really corporate. 
and he still found a way to make it even though that's that was the case and all odds was against him and also his love for dogs like that's that's one thing like why he ain't open up a dog kennel for pit bulls or something you feel me like you know say that imagine that how tight nice. you know how much, you know how people just do it because of the name and how much he he loves pit bulls and yeah. stuff like that like definitely that i always thought a, about that that could be an avenue for him yeah i definitely believe that so um yeah pretty much we say that to say that we, we're just happy that DMX is out of jail. Definitely, man. You know what I'm saying? He's a hip-hop legend. And if you grew up around the 90s, um, early 2000s, you'll definitely know DMX's name. And not only for that, it's his movies and I was also acting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just crazy because he's one of those rappers that you can put up there. It, it, he, he was competing against uh, a Biggie and stuff like that. He wasn't like, of course, Biggie's Biggie. But you know what I'm saying? Like up there with the biggies and shit like that. Like you could comfortably put DMX there, especially in the 90s. Right now, they might not feel it. But back in the 90s, you could definitely put him up there as a top tier rapper. You feel me? Top tier. Like he gave Jay-Z competition. You know what I'm saying? This is when back then. And and it's funny because you see like the whole Murder Inc. You see DMX with the Rough Riders and you see Jay-Z with Rockefeller. That's how it kind of was back then. You feel me? DMX had a reign in the music industry mm-hmm. at one point. Like, he ran it. He ran it. And the only person to mess that up is him personally and whatever problems that he might be going through outside his life that maybe these demons, he didn't completely uh, vanish away with money. So sometimes we got to look at it and be like, money don't heal everything. Sometimes um, it might carry you to a faster track to you know so you might have access to stuff the stuff that you was trying to run away from even easier yeah the mental was more um valuable than the physical because think point. about it we could we could end up like dmx or he could have ended up like uh, mac miller r.i.p mm-hmm. you feel me coping with like mental issues that people don't know about we how many stars go through these things and they end up in the wrong end even though dmx he's still alive at least you feel me plenty go through it Exactly. A lot of them go through it and we never know. They die without us knowing what mm-hmm. they went through mentally. You feel me? So we can't. We got to play real close attention about things like that. So, yeah, man. Definitely. Sorry to start a depressing note. This is a wonderful beat right now. We vibing. So, anyway, what's what's next on topic, Samurai? What you want to talk about? Man, let's talk about this NBA trade. Oh, man. my gosh. What about it, man? Come on. Oh, okay, so. What trade happened, number one? What trade? All right, check this out. The Knicks, right? They just got rid of Kristaps Porzingis. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Hey, the unicorn? Yeah, the unicorn. The unicorn. Why? He would have been at least, like I said, me and you talked about this, and we both agree that Porzingis, if healthy, could possibly be the either the best NBA player out in, in a couple generations, in a couple years, or at least he's top five. At yeah, least he, he's top he, five. He, Easily he's top there. He's definitely You could put him there. top three even. But it depends. Like if you're comparing a you know what I'm saying, like right now is kind of the James Harden time. Like after LeBron leaves, you'll have the ADs, the Antetokounmpo's. You'll have those players, you know what I'm saying, running the NBA. So like that's why I say top five, because I don't know if Porzingis is gonna reach to that level as of yet. But he has the potential and the physicality to do it. Where he doesn't have to jump 7-3. Nah, he doesn't really have to jump. What the he crazy doesn't thing, even have to jump. But about this trade, the thing about it is basically this. Um, we can either view the Knicks as being smart or really dumb right here, but only but, the future will tell. Okay, each way. Explain each way. Well, how are they smart in this trade? Because it looks like when the Mavericks game Porzingis, especially with Dirk Nowinski there and also Luka... It sounds like a great situation for Porzingis. 
definitely. Like, so it looks like they won this, and they also got Tim Hardaway, who's also a shooting guard. Great yeah, player. Definitely. The Mavericks definitely won out of this trade. But you know what I'm saying? From the Knicks standpoint, you had to think about it like this. Uh, yeah, it's probably a big blow to get rid of uh, Chris Stapp Porzingis, but he was not even— Who uh, is a star player? He's a star player. He's yeah, a top-tier player. Stop, totally up there. Upper echelon. You can literally build a franchise off of him. He's but the, probably the best in his class. Definitely. But to see the Knicks, they, they're they probably thinking like this. Okay, we might as well get rid of a piece who's pretty much been disgruntled with us. Pretty much not going to stay. We get rid of you, you know what I'm saying? Open up that cap space. You know, we get a few less pieces right now, but maybe we might, we might even shop those pieces to open up even more cap space. At the end of the summer, free agency is going. It's, it's full spring So now you got the options of KD, AD And Kawhi Leonard Facts And one of the few franchises That can actually get At least I know Two out of the three Is the Knicks and the Lakers And for people who doesn't know Or doesn't follow technically We don't want to go too into sports But pretty much It's a big market city It's New York City They've been waiting They've been waiting The Mecca They've been waiting for a superstar They got They seem to have had one They traded that superstar He he traded He traded They traded that superstar uh, In hopes to get two other superstars Who showed interest in the New York Knicks So like I said It's just to be announced It's to be continued we just had to talk about this sports situation right quick because, you know what I'm saying, we, we're sports heads. I'm sorry. We apologize. You know what I'm saying? We, we became good sports for like two seconds. We became good sports for like two seconds. I apologize. Sports is part of the good day, right? You know what? You're damn right. But you know what? We might have to make a sports segment so we could just talk about that. You feel definitely. Because we definitely need to talk about these sports. So what else do we have online, man? Oh, he's not ready yet. He's not ready yet. So this whole Terry Crews situation, like, I know you was explaining it to me earlier, Chief. Um, I don't know what happened, so please explain to the listeners. Please get in-depth about it. Okay, how did this start? How did this even abrupt? Like, this has seemed really out of nowhere. Uh, well, it all started with, unfortunately, Terry Crews going through a sexual assault case with uh, uh, somebody that's very high up in the, the in movie. acting and stuff like yeah, that, yes. in that industry. Uh, so he went through all that. He he's fighting. He was fighting that case. He was trying to basically put a spotlight on like you know it's not just happening to women. It's also happening to men. You feel me? Which is a big double standard overall when it comes to that subject. So uh, Dale Hughley he did an interview on um, Vlad and he was he made a joke pretty much saying that um, God gave you those muscles so things like that wouldn't happen. <laughs> Funny ass joke if you actually. That is actually a funny joke. It's fucked up. But to the nigga who went through, uh, who took it, who's taking it serious and taking the flack from it. Yeah. And getting ranked on about it. Yeah. And in some ways, you could say Terry Crews is a. I'm not sure if he's a stand-up comedian, but he can be. He's a comedian, but I think it's more of a acting type. More acting, yeah. But yeah, Terry Crews, um, they got into a little dispute on Twitter or whatever on social media. And And what was said? Uh, pretty much Terry Crews ended it with What if I, you know, come slap you up type shit you well, So me? Terry Crews wanted that pressure Hey man Terry Crews, you can't do that Especially with D.L. Hughley, man Because number yeah. one 
I think one of the rebuttals DL Higley is gonna say is like, but you won't slap the white dude like that. Exactly, but it was yeah, good. It was me? good that he didn't slap the white dude because he, his overall cause and his mentality is way more um, mature than normal in that situation. You know, most men, if something were to happen to him, something like that were to happen to him, and they're physically able to beat that other guy up, you know, which he did. So you shouldn't threaten DL Hughley. You should use words and it's things just, like that. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't say one thing about one thing. Don't get me wrong. You live and you learn. You feel me? Yeah. But in this case where it's a joke and I understand why Terry Crews would be hurt because he put himself on the line. Like, he put, like, listen, if I decide to say something, right, and put myself on the line and I don't get the reception from, I don't get the support from the people around me type shit. You feel me? That shit going to get me hot when you joke about it. Especially if Terry's thinking, yo, I'm doing this for us. Exactly. You're you're, you're a fellow man as well. You're another man. You should kind of like. You should kind of be up for me. But men don't do that. Uh, yeah and then the me too movement doesn't count for men it seems like no it doesn't it's, it's very biased towards women which is kind of necessary i mean it's just, to, it's a, to a certain it, i think it's more for i mean think about it. i never i never looked that up is the me too women movement just for women uh, i have no idea ain't that different i need uh, research that no no because like i said i haven't seen anyone kind of like talk for terry cruz that's what i'm saying my, my question to you is because this is the sense no, no don't you think that's weird i don't think it's weird at all not in this climate Maybe back then it would be weird, but now it's very believable, if you ask me. What's believable? That there's a whole movement based on uplifting women. No, 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 not that. I'm saying, don't you think it's weird that Terry Crews went through this and he didn't get no support from, I don't see a lot of support from, like, women Uh, supporting Terry Crews, who technically support other women who go through the same thing. Like, are we just talking about victims in general or... Like, when a man comes out like this, like, this should be promoted. Like, you know like, what I'm saying? Like should this be something that they should move forward they with? They should definitely move because it makes you look like a hypocrite. If somebody's going through the same shit you're going through, no matter if there's a guy or a woman, you should jump into that situation because it's, it's it goes beyond physical. It's something that's mental and emotional. You, you feel me? And something I, like that is going to scar and you after, for life. after Terry Crews doing this, should more men do it after the response that he got? That's what I'm saying, like... It yeah, would help yeah. if you had, like, someone who actually go behind it. It's like when somebody else gets killed, like a white person gets killed or something like that mm-hmm. by the police, and then All Lives Matter don't even come and talk about nothing, like All Lives Matter, and try to do a protest for the yeah. person who get killed. Like, it's like that kind of. It's like, mm-hmm. you say you support this, right? But then uh, when it happens, it, it doesn't happen. I'm talking about everybody accountability, not 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 the Me Too movement, but everybody's everybody accountability. General, right. Like why nobody came out and really supported him? Like you know what? This is a problem that happened here. It's because of the way he looks. He's a big black dude who is physically fit. Yeah. So everybody has. They already have a niggas a, gonna have their jokes. A perception of him. You feel me? Niggas gonna have their jokes. Yeah, and he's a comedian. On top of that, it doesn't help. Because yeah. comedians. They take all the brunt of everything, you feel me? Everybody assumes because you're a comedian, you can take everything. You're, you're used to that. You can take a joke. You know what I mean? It's, but you know you're going to always have somebody who's going to crack on you, even when you go through some hard shit. I don't know, man. My thing is, if uh, I don't think D.L. Hughley would make that joke if it was a woman in that instance. Oh. That's what I was trying to get at earlier. It's kind of hypocritical in a way, you feel me? If you if you want to take it there, take it there with everybody, D.L. And DL, no, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, you say you have muscles. So if it happened to like, let's say, let's name the muscular woman like Serena Williams. Exactly. They say if People, it was Serena Williams, right? You don't think DL Hughley would be like, yo, you have God gave you muscles for a reason? Of course not. He wouldn't say that. It's still a woman. That's interesting. That's Especially really interesting in what climate, you said. I mean, and why you, you think is you, that? Why uh, is that? 
just because of the climate right now. Men are being big men who have a certain level of stature of status in the society right now in 2019 they don't want to slip from me everybody wants to hold on to, to the things they've been working for for so they don't want to say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing and lose lose it all especially powerful black men that too but also like i said i think if it happened to arnold schwarzenegger it did happen to him with his nanny he had a, a scandal with his nanny or some shit no he had a scandal with his nanny well he slept with her you know but that's not the same thing at all. What is you talking about? Uh, no, he's not getting touched by an executive and he's scared to get fired. He shit, fucked okay. a nanny. She could have turned around and said that he did some shit. It, it, was, an, it was a situation where it could have been that. That's the reason why I brought it up. Okay, I'm just saying, if it was so, on a social nigga, he got violated. I think niggas would say that. I think, oh, I think this is a man that. thing. Oh, okay, okay. I think this is a man thing. I think this is a man thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, number one, it don't help that he's a black man because, you know what I'm saying, like, you big, black, and brolic. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you have automatic responses. Yep. But also, like I said, other than that, I think the whole, the whole, I mean, technically, this is what we expected to happen. That's what I'm saying. This is kind of what we expected to happen. Men is not going to really support another man, especially if he's swole. You're not going to really look at that nigga and be like, think about it. Just think about any man. Like, imagine he's swole, like, you know, say like The Rock. He's like, yeah, man, he violated me. And you'll just look at him like, nigga, come on, man. Like, come on, fool. You should knock his ass out. Like, you know what I'm saying? We ain't going to show that nigga no love. At first, and they might even think he's playing. Yeah. For but real? I think, I think that's a man thing. Like, men just don't, like, when, when niggas is big and swole, you ain't gonna really get like an ex like if he say he gets touched he start crying like imagine a swole dude crying like <laughs> you ain't gonna look at him like you bitch that's the first thing we gonna look at like that's how men look at other men that's funny though but the whole reason why we don't the whole reason why when we didn't support Terry Crews is technically the whole our is the prime example of why men don't come out. Put it that way. Because look, look, because niggas with other dudes, like you're just going to be ridiculed with other dudes. And technically, it's supposed to be the right thing to do, right? To do something like that. But no, you other dudes, we ain't even over the hump. We're not over that. We're not like, we're, we we still on the mind frame like men shouldn't be like that. We're still in the mind frame of that. Because if other men, like if it was about women, let's say, let's say if a man was talking about uh, women, you know what I'm saying? More dudes will be on that. Dudes will agree with them, like, hell yeah, you right. Like, nobody did that for Terry Crews. You feel me? If you talk about child support, you have a hundred million men agreeing with, like, you know, say all these situations that Mark, Matt Barnes and stuff go through. Yep. Like, I, I think it's just something masculine. Like, men, men still Masculinity, don't. Yeah, bro. men still want to be masculine. You feel me? Men yeah. still think this way. I, is this technically an issue? Like, just like you said, he won't say for Serena, but dog, like I said, he's treat them a certain way. For a man, dog, like I said, you can't help it, dog. Like, you see a big grown dude, like, you know what I'm saying? When he say he can't do something, imagine, like, you see me, like, when a man say he can't lift something, right? And he asks you for help, like, and you're like, dog, it's not like it's a, it's a team lift type situation. It's like, nigga, this is one, like, this is a desk, nigga. Like, what the fuck you mean you can't lift it? Like, you feel me? Like, you're you're grown. Like, you're over 18. You have a beard. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dog, imagine me. Imagine you look at me and I'm like, I can't lift this. And you know I'm healthy. Like, your back hurt? Nah. You got surgery? Nah. You feel me? Niggas gonna look at me like, nigga, the fuck? They don't even want to help me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, fool. Masculinity. Do we need to be more, uh, more take out our fe feminine traits? Mm -hmm. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> no, no. That's a tough one, man. Only time to just like with all this stuff. 
time tells, though. There ain't no time tells. What do you think? What I think, I'm, I'm far as for like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think I honestly seen a video of DL Hughley actually going in on a female um, for for actually uh, being in a situation like that and didn't say nothing but bringing it up. I think it was about uh, a Cosby interview with Vlad. Mm-hmm. So I'm not oh, too sure. Sh- so you're saying that he does. So Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's but your see, rebuttal, Chief? Because he said he does. Like, what you mean? He said... But the only ah. reason why... The only reason why... Let me finish. The only reason why he would say that is because, like, he was going from a, a standpoint that led from... You know, the fact that Bill Cosby was a comedian and the, the recent stuff that just happened to Kevin Hart, he was like, yo, if I'm a comedian, at the end of the day, my job is to make people laugh. No matter how crude, rude the joke is, it'd be a joke. Like, I can go out here, okay, I could say a black joke, a white joke, or whatever. But as soon as I say something about a specific group, you know, then it's a problem. But you all want to be the same, right? You want to be treated the fair. You want to, you want to be treated the same. So why not join us all? And be one. Joke on all each other. That's it. Nah, cause some jokes get you killed. You know some jokes, some, you know jokes, some <laughs> jokes do get you killed. You know what I'm saying? Then you gotta think about who <laughs> who you are joking with. But Facts. The, the end of the day, like you know what I'm saying? These these guys, man, they they. They they know each other, man. I don't I don't think it would have got to a point where they would actually actually uh physically fight, but Oh, you're talking about the DL's Hughley situation, Terry Cruz. Yeah. And I'm talking about masculinity and men. Men should they be a little less more more understanding to other men? Because some men need it. Yeah, you never know, man. I mean, your fellow brother might need that. Yeah. He might not. He might not be able to act tough that moment. You feel me? People go through shit. Man, yeah. You never know. Especially when it comes to uh, when it's about their woman or their kids or something like that. Like you know, what I'm saying that that can make a man break down. Definitely. That's something that's close to him. Yeah, exactly. You know, what so, I'm saying you can see a vulnerable part of a person there. Hashtag men cry too. Exactly. Okay. Me team movement. There you go. Times two. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm so done, done. This nigga stupid. All right, what else we got on the agenda, man? Do you man? Let's talk about this cold ass weather in the Midwest. Some of my niggas is like stepping outside and they're like hitting, getting hit with the the uh, the sub zero move, dog. Shit, Frozen mid air. I'm talking about slipping and sliding onto ice picks and shit. You For know real, what I'm on some Mortal Kombat shit, huh? It's all bad, man. I'm talking about the weather is like negative <laughs> thirty degrees, wind chill, making it feel like negative sixty. That's just insane, man. It's really crazy. That sounds crazy. I ain't gonna yeah, lie. man. So it's called a polar vortex. You know, it's, it's essentially um, they're used to pretty much staying stationary or floating around the north and south pole. Mm-hmm. But you know, one is like, yo, I'm, uh, I'm gonna take a little detour right quick. I'm gonna it's like a hurricane. Yeah, it's like a hurricane. They actually uh, they spin counterclockwise, so it's just like a hurricane. Um, so it's a snowstorm. No, I mean, I, you you could say yeah, it's a snowstorm. I mean, yeah, it was all all so that. What is going on? Why is the temperature so low across the Midwest? The temperature is so low. It's so low because uh, essentially that Arctic um, air was essentially uh, was in the north. If I'm not mistaken, it mm-hmm. was in the north. It drifted down here. It was like a, a shifting current. So when that current, that low, that low pressure and air hit, it shifted down 
to the Midwest. Mm-hmm. So now you pretty much got um, all, if I'm not mistaken, all of the Midwest states, uh, Detroit. Oh, but they're like negative Michigan. 22 and shit. Though. Yeah, yeah, the negative, they real down there, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Wisconsin, Chicago, uh, Illinois, I'm telling you, it's, it's all crazy. Well, why? So is it colder in Canada? No, no, this, this is like Antarctica weather in the United States. Negative 30, 40. That's Antarctica's weather? Yo. Ain't that nothing below the earth? Yo, that's that's it's way well below sub zero, dog. That's well below sub zero. So Antarctica is way below sub zero? No, I'm saying Antarctica is pretty cold. I don't know the specific numbers of it, but I know they call this uh, a polar vortex. They call it a uh, sub zero something. Uh, I'll check you on that. But Has when this it, ever happened before? Uh, 20 years ago. And but the, the temperatures weren't like this. Negative 30, 40s and stuff. It wasn't. It wasn't even that close. So the it was breeze like negative. is causing this to get this cold. The weather is negative 30. The the breeze itself, the wind chill, acts in to make it feel like negative 60 though. And that's from like Lake Erie and everything, right? This is cold air coming from either the North or the South Pole, though. But you live in this weather, Chief. That's that's my number one thing. You're a tropical type of guy. You feel me, like? Not used to like cold weather like that shit. You feel me? Like over here, we was talking about earlier today. Uh, let's talk about this cold weather. And technically, <sighs> we're actually in the warmer spots of the world. <laughs> and it's still kind of it's chilly over here, but nothing compared to that. That nigga say chilly though. I still got tank top on. Like you feel me? Like I mean, in, indoors. Like indoors, nobody course, doing that yeah. over there. Nobody's doing that uh, over there. Can I live in that weather? Nah, not not even close. You feel me? I'm grateful that I don't have to <laughs> go through grateful? that. You know what? I pray. I, I, I actually read water. that um, I think one of a student had froze to death. Damn, dog. Like, yeah, shit, it's dog. just it's harsh, man. You feel me? I say this to be grateful. You feel me? You just waking up and having good weather is a blessing. Somebody out there waking up to uh, sub-zero. You know what I mean? It ain't cool, man. Dudes going to be throwing water on each other just to harm each other. Like, they don't even need bullets in that weather. And it's happening in Chicago, you said, right? Uh, it's all over the Midwest. So. Yeah, it's all over the Midwest. I heard that shit cold, man. You got to hold on your balls off. I'm there. pretty sure the crime rate is is down. It has to be down at this point. You feel me? Like, nobody's going outside in this weather. I mean, I wouldn't. Hey, man. Me, I would do some... I'll have to move or some shit like that. You feel me? I'll, I'll have to move literally where I'm at now. We were just complaining about the cold, but after talking about this, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of grateful. You feel me? Because nigga ain't even got yeah. snow. You feel me? But it's cold as hell here, but not like not like not, that. Not, nothing compared to that. Nothing compared to that, yo. Keep y'all head up over there, man. Like I don't know why y'all ain't leaving. Y'all probably gotta go work or school is closed. You think down people still going to work? Would you go to work? No, that's why I don't live there. I wouldn't go to work at all. Like, I wouldn't go to work. How many vacation days I got? <laughs> go ahead and start applying them after this conversation. But nobody gonna be in the store, so it might be the best time to go. Nah, man, I ain't gonna be. That's even worse. You gonna be bored and you are gonna be freezing? I'll be fine. Just give me some music. The fucking the place of employment should have some heaters. You feel me? I hope. You said what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to shout shout to Nate trying to get people more employed. You know what I'm saying? Disaster relief. Hey man. Yeah, hit them up. We gotta look that up. We gotta look up that. Like what 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 the cold gonna do? I don't know. I just, I just know what hurricanes do. I don't know. I don't know what the cold could do. Since we, we talk about natural disasters, you know, we got to talk about Florida. 
Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to dig a hole. And I say natural disasters because this the, the, this activity is natural in Florida. You know, some <laughs> some places try to fake it. You know what I mean? This is some natural. Some places got earthquakes. Some you know what I mean? Some places got hurricanes. You just, Flor- Florida people. Florida just, just got something in its water year-round. The swamp water it created. Uh, you know what is the swamp water? Uh, there you go. A different breed of humans. All right. Florida man has a dream. I'll paint you the picture. Like, man, I ain't never going to get rich. So, you know what? Every day I'm just going to dig a tunnel to the bank. So, I'm, I'm not sure. They didn't release the details as far as how long he was digging a tunnel to the bank. But pretty much how he got discovered was they noticed that there was a big tunnel by the by this bank. And like, oh, why, why is there a tunnel down here? Uh, the FBI got involved. The police got involved, of course. Eventually, um, a couple hours later, they discovered that um, that tunnel was linked to this guy's house. My question to you guys is, how long do you think he was planning this? And what do you think he was planning? You don't dig a tunnel. for. You know how long it takes to dig a tunnel? What's that prison show you used to watch name? Prison Break. Yeah, on some shit like that. But, but he, listen... Uh, and your neighbors didn't say you how got I some down it, neighbors. How I how I take this is that you gotta respect the man who's a really who's really gonna do this. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he could have put this energy towards a lot of things and oh. probably been rich. But he wanted to get rich the fast way, but very patiently. Like he could have done he, this skill, this skill that he had, he could have been an accountant. <laughs> he could have done a lot. You can't be this patient and persistent. You feel me? I don't know. It must have took a while. They didn't release any details. I'm assuming they didn't want to. You know, I'm just saying, reason. dog. Like, I respect the man who wake up one day and be like, "Nigga, if I look at you right now, I'm like, dog, I'm gonna dig up a bank to Bank of America, and I'm gonna take all this shit." Like, you know, say you are gonna laugh at me, dog. But when you see me, see me on the news actually doing it, you are gonna be shocked. You gonna be like, "Whoa, this nigga was working on that. This is what he was working on every Sunday." How do you not get discovered? Like. That doesn't matter, dog. Nobody, the, nobody noticed. It we know how he hole. got discovered. They was doing some se- uh, separate digging or something. They were like, "Hold up, there's a tunnel under here." Yeah, like, like uh, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> that wasn't a part of God's plan, dog. Not at all. Fool. I mean, uh, what do you think he he, he was he had in mind, Samurai? I don't know what that guy had in mind, but obviously that guy was goal driven to do that shit. And then you know he probably had a nine to five too, so he had to factor in all that. Just then, dig a tunnel. That's no telling how long that tunnel was, right? I know, but it's in Florida, so wow. he, this nigga could have hit water or something. He could have easily hit water, dog. Water, I mean, Florida's really low, but where where in Florida this happened? Like St. Peter's? I don't even know where this happened. I think Damn, dog, makes you think, dog. What other tunnels out here? That's crazy. That's it. Well, you can't just get quiet. This dude get quiet. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I mean, that's DBZ Super. Let me talk about DBZ Super. Woo. What you think about the movie? How you felt? Okay, my fault. Let me talk. Cause definitely. When I first saw the movie, my expectations. I thought it was gonna be great. I saw the trailers. It's about Brawly. Um, my fault. People who don't watch Dragon Ball Z, um, pretty much this is a movie that we've we've been waiting for for a minute, and it's a rewrite of an old story with Brawly. But they instead of a man who just goes berserk and is really powerful, they actually gave him a storyline this time. So that's what got us a little interested. So please look into the Dragon Ball Z saga. If you haven't, it's a beautiful show, great show, one of the cornerstones in anime, top tier. You feel me? Mm-hmm, definitely. 
No hand, no, no, no question. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> like a dog. Treated like a dog. <laughs> oh, you stupid. Dog. So, what you think about that movie? Tell me what's your thoughts. Uh, From your expectations first, I want to know what was your expectations, and after watching the movie, what are some things you liked and didn't like? All right, uh, my expectations. Uh, I feel like the movie is going is going to be good anyway. Like I feel like they had to live up to that hype, especially of a character of that nature of uh, of it being Brawley. The, the fact that he was not even canon at first, but uh, since his initial movie, uh, when he originally fought Goku and uh, Vegeta in his um, home world, I believe. Uh, it's been a minute since I've seen it. Uh, anyway, though, it's been totally rewritten. So the fact that they gave him a character this time, like as far as his story, um, makes me think that. I don't know, like maybe they're just trying to set him up for maybe something in the future. Maybe, maybe it was something something additional to Dragon Ball Super. Um, as far as for um the action in the movie, I thought it was top tier. The action was definitely top tier. I don't want to say too much because you know, of course, we got listeners out here that haven't seen it yet. No one's seen it. Not everyone's seen it, but I don't know, man. I think you guys should check it out. What you think about that though, Chief? Uh, my expectations when I saw the trailer, I was like, yo, this, this movie looked pretty hype, you feel me? It's, it's been a minute since I even seen Brawly in any Dragon Ball Z platform. Most of the time you see him in the movies. So um, the fact that they made a whole backstory to him, unlike uh, the first time we saw him, I think was really dope. Uh, I didn't see the movie, but uh, yeah, that, that was I need to watch it. Cause it sounds like it's so really you're talking good. about something you don't know about. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, so we done with you. I'm so speaking, let me tell I'm you something. Right, based on the trailer. When though. I first saw the movie, right, when I, my expectation was going to be a great movie or whatnot. Point blank, I already said it, right. So when I saw the movie, what I liked about it, you know, what I'm saying, uh, no, you know what? Fuck, it. I'm gonna say what I don't like about the movie first. You feel me? Uh, I wish the movie was longer. I heard it was three hours. Supposedly supposed to be three hours long. So it looked like they cut the movie a lot. But, you know, a lot of people got short attention span. I can see why. But I wanted the whole three, four hours of the actual movie that was in the premiere in Japan. That's number one. That's the number one thing I didn't like. You should have gave me the whole movie. Uh, number two, um, as I watched Dragon Ball Z, right? One thing I'm starting to notice is that Goku starts fights and then ends up jumping niggas in every single show. They never said they were fighting fair. They find gods and all this. You think they they playing around? They find well, like don't dragons. say don't say like yo, you're not gonna talk to me like that. And then suddenly transfuse with the second most powerful yeah, yeah, nigga. You know my my homeboy doing, doing some KD KD and Steph Curry type shit. Like you feel me? It's hey, like man, welcome to the game, baby. You feel me? <laughs> they doing some Golden State shit, dog. Just get oh, let's get KD and then Goku and fucking Vegeta fuse. To, anytime they can't beat somebody, they fuse. You know what's that, right? Yeah, you gotta have a trump card, dog. <laughs> You think they fighting fair? I wouldn't fight fair. You about to blow everything. Yeah, I, I would have been like Burris. If I, I failed, been, everybody died? I would have been Brawly. I would have been Burris. I would have been all them niggas, dog. Fighting what's, fair? What's the other guy name with the little, with the purple ball head? Jaren? Jaren. I would have been Jaren. You see them real niggas. They ain't need no team. They wasn't like, oh yeah, let's fuse together. Like imagine Bro- Brawly and Beer. Listen, street dudes. all right, you like yo. All right, all right. I'm gonna bring my homeboy. You know what I'm saying? Vegeta and Goku. All right. Oh yeah, niggas. Oh yeah, Gogeta, huh? All right. 
gonna bring my homeboy Burris. No, not Burris. I'm gonna bring my homeboy. Uh, was it Jiren? Jiren, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring Jiren. Brawly say that shit. I'm gonna bring Jiren. Nigga, they ain't not. Listen, they not fuck with this nigga. Listen, if Jiren fuse with Brawly is over with, you do know this, right? That's gonna be a weird looking nigga, dog. But that yeah. shit don't even matter, dog. That nigga could probably be the god, dog. Brawly by himself can probably end up fighting amongst the god. Hmm. Without any training, he didn't train like like. Let's think about if they if he trained like Goku and Vegeta, he will clearly be the most powerful one between them. So he has the most wasted potential, is what you're saying? It's not wasted. Oh, it's it just is, he had a not, chance to catch up. He's, but he he doesn't have the drive to train like Goku. He and has Vegeta. the drive to to train like Goku and Vegeta. Dog, did you see the movie? They no, had to carry him to I, another I, planet I, to end it. Yeah. Spoilers. Facts. It was a spoiler. I don't care. I didn't mean to antagonize you. Sorry, listeners. You know what I mean? He, he dropped the bombshell. I'm sorry, though. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> he got me hyped up. Chief began me hyped up talking. He didn't even see the movie. I'm like, dog, and he was so, saying chill. Hey, hey. So you, you Samurai was saying chill because he's like, he didn't see the movie. So, you know what I'm saying? He can't say it. The new story of Brawley is a whole different situation. Oh, okay. He will fight until he kills himself. That's how it seems like with Brawley. Gotcha. And he gets more and more powerful to the point where he gets so powerful he only gonna kill himself, which makes sense. That's what's kind. Of, that's some Dragon Ball Z type shit. Yeah, you know what I mean, makes sense. So technically, Brawly don't have a, a a power limit. Technically, so far, it just keeps rising, rising until you stop him. That's why, hence, his dad had the little shocking device. He's like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, literally, he's literally Dragon Ball Z's Incredible Hulk. You feel me? But when you see the story, they actually made it more personalized and like. This is the thing I didn't understand. How come he started to learn English if his dad speaks only English? Yes, but I'm saying he act like that was his first time saying words. Weirdo. All that muscle. <laughs> you see? You see? Men cry too. Hashtag men cry too. Fuck it. All right. What else do we have on the agenda that we didn't talk about? Dream. Oh, the Tory Lanez. We should have talked about this earlier. Dream doll. The Tory Lanez. This. Okay. Did you hear the Tory Lanez Don Q and this whole Dream Doll situation? Did you? You guys hear any of that? Yeah, I heard it. Okay. So, what are your thoughts about? Okay. So, how did this situation start? First of all, Tory Lanez was popping off saying he was the best at everything, best singer, best rapper. Which he been doing. Yeah. Pretty much trolling everybody. Don Q wasn't feeling him. He talked smack. They had all back-to-back songs against each other. Then Don Q dropped another song, and, um, and he killed it. He killed yeah, he it. Said he sounded like Jada Kiss. Yeah, and um, Tory Lanez said some shit uh, about Dream Doll and his this song. Pretty much saying that uh, Don Q was begging to smash her, or whatever. Hey, however he get it. Hey. You just gotta make it to the finish line, baby. And the girl said that that little hair paint was on her pussy when he she was said down you had there. Beijing on my thigh when you, you know what I mean? Yeah, she, she killed there. it. She, she went in. It. I would shout play, but I don't want though. to. We ain't gonna do it this time. We no, have to we, put this up soon. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, shouts out to her because she responded in a way nicely. Of, in a way a female should respond. You feel me? Well, what's your what's what way a female should respond? With them bars, nigga. You a rapper and you a female. Don't get all emotional. Listen, if you, you guys get, ever want to get emotional with your bars, you feel me? Let, let them have it. You feel me? Hey, I ain't got nothing to say about she, that. She, she did a way, good job. She made it personal. The way she she made it real personal. You feel me? Tory Lane say he hit the first night. It don't matter. It does matter. But still, you know what I mean? She. I like the way she responded. Point blank. Period. 
I respect the way she. If responds. you guys ever want a good example, look up Disaster, and I forgot the lady's name. I completely forgot. My bad. Flatline. That's her name. I believe so. All right, I be I'm not sure if her name is Flatline, but uh, Disaster versus Flatline. He was extremely disrespectful to her, and she came back. And I honestly, like I said, if I if I don't say he he, I think he lost two rounds, and I think she won two rounds. You feel me? The first round he went in, but after the second after the second third, he didn't he didn't kill it. I think she won both rounds. So I would easily say that she I ain't gonna say easily because his first round was so good. But the other two she took easily. And then like all that disrespectful stuff he he said, she handled it like a champion that she is. So personally I think I like that bio. So please look up disaster and flatline. I love this stuff. Like, especially when women come up with this energy. Like she I think she said, like, I leave you wetter than my pussy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was like, mm. I never like when women say something my dick. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, yeah. dog. But like I said, when you say some shit like that, something a nigga can't say. Nigga can't say that shit. You know what I'm saying? What, he gonna rebuttal? Nah, he can't. he can't rebuttal, nigga. He can't. You feel me? She said he was sucking the toes through the sock. Damn. I mean, it's I mean, bars. you see, this is why this is messed up. That's this why is you why, can't do, that's why you can't do shit to certain women, because women gonna yeah. throw it back <laughs> in your face. Your, yep. But dudes do the same thing, so we can't, you know, we gotta be fair. She swallowed my, you know what I'm saying? Dudes go When high. did I say that? Shit. I'm not saying yeah, I'm not, I've never said y'all. You, you said we know. said that. I ain't never said that. I said dudes, you feel me? Yeah, dude. I'm trying to generalize yeah, it. Yeah, you, you know? it's you, nigga. Well, you how you feel about the situation, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> you cheated like a dog. <laughs> well, I, I haven't heard the last uh, round between Tory Lanez and Don Q. But uh, just hearing from what you guys are talking about, it sounds pretty damn interesting, but. Talking about a, a far as for like uh how females should rep as far as for that situation, uh I just have to wait and see, man, because I have I haven't I haven't experienced or heard any of that. <laughs> Why you stop? I stopped, man, because I was like You I think you gonna you think you're in the middle of a podcast you just stop? Absolutely not. Then why the hell you did it? That's a great question. Guys, he just he, ate a brownie. He trying to cop a plea, man. <laughs> guys, he just ate, he just ate here, a brownie, man. guys. I just wanted you to hear what we see. Ain't no, ain't no cop, ain't no cop and pleas around here. You feel me, Sensei? I don't know what you talking. I got about. the blicky. Uh. <laughs> you know what it is? Okay, so you are gonna talk about six nine? We have to, man. Okay, so we just we gonna wrap it up. We're talking about six nine. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll we'll touch on the popular vote. You feel me? And then we'll we'll wrap it up. But uh. Takashi six nine apparently he copped the plea from what everybody's saying. Uh, do you know the details? Because I don't really have all the details on this. Do you know the details, Sensei, or no? About what? Takashi situation. Uh, he plead guilty on nine different accounts, and I think he's still awaiting his sentencing. So we don't know his sentencing, but he played a nine. But this is the debate: Did he snitch or not? Do you believe he snitched? Yeah. Why wouldn't he snitch? Why would he snitch and why wouldn't he snitch? He's, I want you to tell me why would, wouldn't he snitch I on think after Samurai. he found out that... Oh, Samurai? Yeah, I want to... After, uh, after you done, after you done. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I think he snitched because they threatened his life. After that point, he was like, okay. Why Why am I protecting y'all when y'all trying to kill me? Um, why not snitch? If that was your boys, that would be a different situation. But I think he just probably met these dudes like a couple years ago. They got cool. He, you know, got to a point where his music and his um, life outside of the music started reflecting each other. And 
this is what it led to. Show me. Okay. So what about you, Samurai? What do you think? Why wouldn't he snitch? Why do we automatically think that he snitched? Do you feel like is there any possible way that he did not? Um, I mean, it all goes back to the point, man. You're, when your own people once you dead and you and you're pretty much trying to cover for them, like, and then when that shit goes left, it's like, well, okay, fuck y'all too. I'm about to do this. You know what I'm saying? You want me dead? Okay, I'm about to do this. Get some time shade off. You know what I'm saying? Don't know what the sentence may be, but you know these are nine federal charges we're talking about here. But you know, you know what I'm saying? I don't. I hate to see somebody go down that road like that, but. What I think is just disheartening, man. Disheartening to see the whole situation go down like that. Yeah, man. Somebody who was so talented, who boomed so quickly, and then now it all came down in shambles. But Flash. Bobby Schmurter's coming out. Yeah. One in, one out, huh? Well, hopefully, let's see what he do with it. And maybe he could hold it down for 6ix9ine, just like 6ix9ine held it down at least for a portion of time for Bobby Schmurter. Put him on his album as well. Yeah, that's probably what he'll do. So hopefully that happens, man. Like I said, and I don't know if he's snitching stuff like that, but either. we will find out. We'll definitely find out because you know what I'm saying? You don't call a nigga a snitch when he not because some nigga was here talking shit saying you snitching. You didn't snitch. You gonna wanna click, clack, knick, knack, patty, whack, give a dog a lock boom. him in the trunk. Oh, what? <laughs> you got all the same. Treat her like a dog, lock him in the trunk. Damn, dog, you savage. That's an old saying, right there. This how you, this how you handle, this how, this how you treat your friends. Nah, that's an old saying, dog. DJ Zerk, shout out to Zerk, bruh. You know him? Yes, yeah, I played ball with Zerk one time, dog. Orange okay, man. Treat her down like a dog. You know what I'm saying? I don't about it, but we, we treat, we treat ladies nicely. Don't get, don't get interested. You know what I'm I can't hear you, man. It sound like you sound, you talking some pimp talk. Don't get twisted. It sound like it sound like you're trying to sweet talk. Ah, no, 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 no. We we treat them nicely. It's not dog. We, we don't. I don't treat know them why y'all keep saying we. Like it's not we, y'all. We treat them nicely. Like I said, <laughs> we ain't no dogs. It's just a little funny saying that you know what I'm saying. It just uh, uh, appeared out of nowhere. It was heard in thin air, and so we just ran with it. Okay, okay, okay. Well, that's it for the hot topics. Um, I think the only thing we have left is Chief. You have to come in and you have to give us the, what is it, the popular vote? Yes, sir. Okay, so since now we're going to talk about the popular vote, let's proceed. Oh, what God. do you have in your mind? What is the question? What do we have to like really sit there and do like the philosopher think on like okay. this? You know what I'm saying? Like the philosopher think. The popular vote for this week, you know, it had... I got inspired by it, uh, watching a Killer Mike interview. Okay. Where they were talking about uh, public school versus, you know, private school. So I think we should touch on that considering we all went to public school here. But we also know people who went to private school so we can kind of speak about that perspective as well. And also, we also know people who went to homeschool. So we know, like, the different perspectives. Maybe we didn't walk the, that perspective, but we kind of have some insight because we know people who live that you know i know somebody who only did homeschool and i was like when i met him i was like yo you for real like do you even have friends like that was, that was my question because you're just inside all day that's the perspective but uh let's get to it let's get to it popular vote private school versus public school you want to set it off sensei i mean public school gives you that life experience the people that you're gonna meet in life the people that you're going to connect with, the everyday people. But I think it also limits you. You feel me? Why do you feel that way? 
why public school limit you because the teaching is not as good they didn't they're not focused like hmm. i think there's a lot you can learn from public schools of course because uh a form of that uh, i mean a charter school is not a public school but it's funded by the government as well like but it's better teaching material and practices as well so like i said i think when you have a a, a purse uh a school s- specifically trying to teach knowing what they want to teach children and have better curriculums and more interactive and mm-hmm. and technically uh can get you in a in a bigger network like somebody could see like if i if i seen somebody go to the same school as me and i was in the upper echelon school i'm gonna try to hire that person i'm gonna be like yo that school is tough so you know what I'm saying this person must know how to carry themselves because they came from this school correct um and this school actually gets paid to make sure that they focus on your kid you know what i'm saying where you only just like they said you have like eight kids in one class so you could really really teach these kids like you know what i'm saying where you could focus focused on them kids you get what i'm saying well public school is more like just general it's just getting you ready for regular life and stuff like that not mm-hmm. saying that's what you have to choose and not saying that you can't network in public school because i think it might be a more opportunity in public schools but i think with the opportunities that come from private schools um not all now because all private schools ain't good but with certain ones if we're talking about upper echelon because there's, there's a upper echelon um public schools as well mm-hmm. you feel me but it's about the connections they're more direct there's people who fund this school so you could get connected with these individuals if you want to like you know what I'm saying also with the school board but like i said that's more carried out with the government things like that and it's good to keep clean face with them but like i said the other schools will probably take you places like you know get you an internship do things that colleges can do to necessarily like you never you ever see like a an alumni from a college and then they really they'll take somebody else under the wing because they came from the same college or they experienced mm. the same things you yeah. feel me that connection so, is there already yeah that network and i think they're more they're more focused specifically on education where rather than like public schools public schools sometimes the curriculum in totality like what they want from the teachers is not focused on the students like particular students is for the masses you know what i'm saying so it's harder to grasp if you have this type of guy and this type of person and this type of person it's kind of hard to appease to them it's harder so you have to do a broad teaching and you're not going to learn the exact things that you want to learn which killer mike also says mm-hmm. uh, imagine if i want to teach you something i can't teach you it because it's not a part of my curriculum in the public school and i gotta i gotta teach it in this manner but if I go to like one of these Catholic schools and stuff like that, these private schools, they're going to sit there and take their time to teach you about certain things. And also religion, like you learn that on the side, even mm-hmm. some co- private colleges. It's more all personal. Yeah. So I think since private schools, a lot of private schools, I should say, and charter schools focus on education, like their main thing is to make sure that their education is up to par rather than public schools just need to maintain mm-hmm. i think it's better to take them to a private school but also public school gives you more experience with more different types of people you feel me because if you go to just like angela you said from the breakfast club she went to a private school and all the white kids were like kind of racist towards her and stuff like that and used to right. see things and they're they're really um, emotionally insensitive because they never have that around them if you don't have that around you it's easier to talk about them you feel of course me? and their kids they have no filter period exactly so it's really it's easy to say f these people that you're never gonna see you feel me that never mm-hmm. is around you and shit like that you know what i'm saying and then these ideology happens you know it might be a joke to them they're little kids you feel me but at yeah. the same time um since nobody's around to like like you know get to know or something you don't feel any way to do it because everybody around you is the same you feel me that's true 
can be like, this is wrong and this and that. And then if the person's never around you, you're going to be completely comfortable saying things because there's no consequence. It don't have to be just like I said, it could just be like you getting to know someone and you're like, oh, then you see somebody talking about Spanish people and you just met the first Spanish person you met. And you'll be like, you feel a certain way. You'll be like, oh, that's kind of fucked up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Rather than if you never met one person and then they talk about it, like, I hate this and that. But that's human nature. You know, people don't care until it gets personal. Exactly. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. So private school in general, private school to an extent, public school can help you with a general population because mm-hmm. you need to learn how to work with people because the people that's going to end up funding everything is the public school yep. kids. And you, uh, you brought up one of the points that I was going to bring up when I was going to speak about uh, public schools. Uh, I'm going to let Samurai go first because I'm going to get a little deep. So, I'll, you know, I want to get your take on it. So uh, your final verdict is uh, private schools. Right, uh, Sensei? Yes. I ain't going to say diversity, but at least in a... Overall? For me, a more wealthy uh, black community. <laughs> you feel me? Or, gotcha. A mixed or black community, you know what I'm saying? So at least you know your people. Maybe they might teach things that other schools might not. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like actually teach you some real history that they try, to, they kind of put out in other public schools because it might offend other students or something like that. But uh, yeah, I said generally a mixed school, a mixed private school, and also uh, upper echelon, like uh, upper middle class, like pre- predominantly black school or something like that. Like gotcha. a college or something like that. Something like that for my kid. Because like I said, I want you to learn everything. I want you to be around people just like you so you don't get an opinion from other people. Like, you know, I don't want nobody sitting here saying that you was a fucking slave when there was people who were landowners as well. You know what I'm saying? And AKA, some of these slaves that they call slaves were crop share. Crop, what was it? Crop shares? Uh, yeah, I think it's crop shares. I'm not sure. Yeah, but some of those people were that. Like, I don't want to be my son or my daughter being told that stuff. You get what I'm saying? Like all day long type shit. You feel me? I feel like you're supposed to know your history, but also hear it from the people, your own, uh, your own people sometimes. Because like I said, they might know some things that others might just want you to believe, and behind propaganda and shit like that, they'll tell you what they see of you. You feel me? Rather than what someone who actually has family and something can tell you. Like, oh yeah, my grandpa, like he owned land, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, how? Because some people don't think that they're not empowered. Just like Killer Mike said, he was empowered. You know what I'm saying? So no, you couldn't tell him anything. You feel me? Because he, he, now you're looking at those other students like, dog, there's shit that you don't even know because they don't want to tell you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? But you learn that from being around certain other people. You feel me? So like I said, that's what I like, man. It's either a diverse school or something. I don't want my kid to go in an all-white school and deal with all this dumb shit like you telling him, talking to them crazy and shit like that. You feel me? Because like I said, I wouldn't take that shit. You feel me? I don't want my kid to be in a uh, situation for failure. Even No matter how good the school is to be strong and shit like that. I don't want them to be set up for failure. You feel me? So, hey, that's just what it is. So that's my preference for me. Private school, yes. Upper middle class. Middle class or upper middle class uh, private school. You feel me? Because I, I don't want none of this. I don't want no trouble. I don't want none of this stuff where I have to go to the school and fucking beat somebody's ass. You know what I'm saying? I feel you on that. I mean, I... I'm probably leaning more towards the private too. But I went to a public school, but I can honestly see where uh, there's benefits from from both uh, ends of the spectrum. When it comes to public schools, you know what I'm saying? You might interact with people that you know come from all walks of life. And you know, some of those characteristics can rub off on you. You know what I'm saying? Not just academically, but just, you know, uh, your social interaction um, skills. And when it comes to 
like public schools i think where the pro comes in there is it's like you know what I'm saying already i ripped the fact that you know what i'm saying there used to be a stigma with the, the with the public schools you've been attached to you know what I'm saying you automatically getting this this certain level of education that people in public schools weren't getting and so that type of stuff is good just off the name itself on resumes even for a high school student who just now graduated so that type of stuff you know other colleges pick this up you know what i'm saying but the thing about that is you know i'm not saying that you know there are people that are in public schools and private schools that may not um act a certain way but given the circumstances in the environment they may actually uh take on other people's characteristics now as far as for mm, yeah i'm leaning more towards um private just the connections i mean from my experience from going from public i guess you can say this is like a private school i mean you know so it's still college but it's a, it's a private college it's full sales like I, I feel like i wouldn't get those type of connections at any other college you know what i'm saying but then again if i went to another college i probably would feel the same way about so, something so it's, it's all i feel like it's it's pretty subjective at the end of the day yeah <laughs> all right so samurai says private sensei says private i want to go with public i want to say why um, y'all had some great points. I mean, you can't really argue with anything y'all said, especially somebody that just came. Just tell me your points, though. Don't butter uh, it up. Tell I'm me your to points. Butter it up, man. You can't make the turkey right away. You gotta put yes, some I butter can. on that shit. You know what I mean? Let's go. You're trying to throw me off track. I appreciate that. That was a saying? good metaphor. Uh, I mean, but uh, the reason why I say public schools is for the simple fact of just life experience. I think that's something you can't really get from private school. Let me elaborate on that. The people, the people who go to private schools, uh, they're being taught how to be entrepreneurs and how to sell things, how to market. At the end of the day, no matter what field they're going to get into, they're probably going to be selling something to someone. <clears throat> that being said, the people that they're going to be selling that item to or that product to or that talent to is going to be the people that are going to public school. So if you have somebody that has, it's all about the mindset. If you have a kid that's going to a public school and he sees public and he takes pride in going to school and he, he has an entrepreneur mindset, he can um, pretty much, he has a finger on the pulse as to what his culture is feeling because he's part of that culture, which is my main point. I think the people that are in private school, they're kind of uh, separated from everybody, everybody else. Just like you brought up that point where um. Angela Yee, she went to school and everybody felt disconnected when she was there because she was kind of an oddball. She, everybody didn't feel disconnected. She felt disconnected. She felt disconnected. And she is from her but, neighborhood. But they everybody can't go back to her neighborhood. Remember, she made that point. Yeah, but everybody. You can still learn the people from your neighborhood. I understand that, but my point is, the people who are gonna be given this opportunity, they're not gonna even know how to sell to the people that. Like, if I get an opportunity at selling Coca-Cola products. And um, I was brought up, you know what I'm saying? I was groomed to sell this shit. Yeah, I'm going to have the basic uh, knowledge of how to sell it, but I'm not going to know what the basic consumer is thinking because I'm not the basic consumer. So pretty much life experience is something you can't buy is, is what I'm trying to get at. Fill me up. 
And that being said, you, you got kids who you got athletes who are millionaires. So so many out there who went to public schools, and you and act, they end up going to a private school. Yeah, let me finish. You ask them, oh, what made you? Uh, some of them fell in love with the sport by simple shit like, oh, I just love PE. You know, PE was my favorite subject when I was a kid. And I used to run out there, you feel me? Memories like that, you can't really, you know, buy, you feel me? That was and because of public school, though. Life experience is my whole point. And it's it's a matter of the individual overall. Somebody can go to a private school and still not be successful. Somebody can go to a public school and, you know, just be a matter extremely of... extremely successful, successful. Exactly. So, uh, the points that you guys brought up, I can't argue with, you feel me? The, yeah, the, you definitely the, can. The opportunity of you just being around certain people who have this level of, you know, status in society, will wh- whether it be... You, will benefit you big time. Of course. Probably more. Because when it comes to business, it's all about being at the right place at the right time, you feel me? And you and already have there. people what they want. That too. So, I, I'm, I'm going to go with public just because of life experience. You know what I mean? Something you can't buy. I think it's cooler to go to public. But like I said, you're thinking about that. But remember, there's private schools that's not like lavish. You feel me? They just more intimate in the sense of they just have fewer students in the classroom. But they're not even better education sometimes. Just like like if you go to like Saint Croix or Dominican Republic, there's little private schools. I mean, there's some that's better, like really yeah. good. But there's some that just like your your mom used to go to. She just didn't want your your parents didn't want her to go to the public school, but the private school is just as good. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like yo, this might be the private school in the hood, and we send them to the private school in the hood. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's all about the community, though. Like I tell them, you still said. get a fu- you still yeah. get a form of community with that as well. That's what exactly. I'm saying. When when you trust your teacher, you're you I think you're willing to listen to him more. You feel me? That's why and when if your, your teacher getting paid more, so. she's I, I trust her to do her job better. That too. Yeah, we should definitely pay teachers Private school, more. nigga. I think we should have more teachers in public schools to create smaller classrooms. The government don't want that. They of course keep not. Another school fund, education fund. But we definitely have the money to do it. We got the war money for guns. If the if the community cared enough about it, it's possible. But it's not gonna happen because the community already Niggas has a stigma a about public schools. They don't give a fuck about. Like, it. oh, you got a public school? Who cares? The only way to like balance out the scales with private schools and public schools is to essentially um, upgrade the status of public schools and like we spoke about there's a lot of people who went to public schools who are million billionaires you feel me regular people who regular people who just went to, to school and they had an idea and they became successful so we just got to change the stigma you feel me so technically it's a 2-1 right it's a two one, you know what I mean? All right, so you lose. I like. Anyway, it's not competition. And this is why this is what happens when you go public school. You will lose. You're a loser. And we all go to. Nah. Yeah, we all did go to public <laughs> school. <laughs> Anyways, it was a wonderful podcast. This is post folk day. Um, shout out to my birthday. Um, nobody even said anything to me, but it's fine though. I'm okay. Happy folk day. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Happy Folk Day. I appreciate that, man. Zensei, you know what I'm saying? Don't forget it. People know me as Zensei. But anyway, this your boy Zen Folk. Who's with me? Chief in the building. Like we never left. Who else? And your boy Samurai. Holla at your boys. Um, And don't forget, it's a good day. It's a good day.
paid, time to get paid, time to get paid, time to get paid. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day. Every single way, every single way, every single way, every single way. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day. It's a good day.